Welcome to Freight of Friday. Mark Danolo here, Art School MBA and CEO of Sales Globe. And today we're going to talk about free range chickens and pay caps. Do those go together? I'm going to show you how they do. If you ever wanted to start a debate at the office, a good argument, you don't need to bring up politics. You can just simply ask the question, should sales compensation be capped for our salespeople? And people will start to engage on that. Or you could ask, should our top salesperson be able to earn more than the president of our company? You'll get immediate visceral reactions. Well, you know, it wouldn't be appropriate uh, for them to make more than a president. Or, or, oh, yeah, we want to see them make more. I mean, we'd love that, right? So people have reactions to that. And pay is personal. Even if it's somebody else's pay, people somehow take it personally. You hear about somebody earning, you know, billions of dollars. You have a personal view on that. It's like, well, okay, well, more power to them, right? So we sort of feel that way about salespeople sometimes. So when we talk about whether to cap a sales compensation plan for top performers, we get some very personal reactions, and you can tell a lot about the company's culture. Now, for the record, I'm not a proponent of pay caps. I mean, we're all at Sales Globe about sales performance and achievement, and there are ways to make sure you reward your top salespeople, but you do it in a financially smart way. So let me explain. Compensation caps are kind of like chickens in a cage, right? The reps in there, they want to perform, but they know they don't have a lot of space, right? So they can only go up to a certain level. Maybe it's a little cage, one of those little cages that you see on the trailer when you're driving down I-95 or or maybe it's like a big pen and there's actually a little bit more space, but they can see that. They can see the edge. They can see the fence. They can see the bars, right? But when you remove the caps, it's kind of like free range chickens, right? You open up the aspirations of the rep. They have a lot more room to run. They're healthier. They're more inspired, right? They feel like they can earn anything they want to earn. Although we all know there's a fence out there somewhere. Maybe it's just before the highway, before they get hurt. But we know there's a fence out there. But, but uncapping the plan creates a totally different response, a totally different reaction from the sales organization. I mean, for example, if you ask a rep about whether their plan is capped or not, we do a lot of interviews and we'll say, um, you know, do you have a cap on your compensation plan? And I'll be like, uh, oh, yeah, our plan is capped. And, and uh, we, we really don't like the, the idea that our plan is capped. Oh, really? Have, have you ever hit that cap? No, I haven't hit the cap, but there was a guy a couple of years ago that did, and it wasn't good, you know. Well, the person never hit the cap. They never even came close. In fact, most of the organization probably never comes close, but they know that cap is there because they can see that cap. So the idea of a cap can be demotivating. So you got to ask, are your reps in the cage or are they free range, right? We want them to be, to be aspirational, not limited. So why do companies cap compensation for the sales organization? Well, one of the biggest reasons is financial risk. I mean, what if people blow out the goals and then, then we end up blowing out our compensation budget? And we hear comments from companies about the fact that, well, we had, you know, X millions of dollars in the compensation budget and we spent 30% more than that. Uh, but they don't mention that they actually had results that were 35 or 40% better, right? They're, they're concerned about the dollar budget went over. Or you know, they actually exceed their, their budget in terms of percentage budget, but they're actually getting better margins. Well, your plan should be designed and it should be financially modeled so you'd be happy to keep paying people as long as they keep selling. And you got to model that for the 90th percentile performers and above. So usually you want to see some multiple of target incentive for your top 10% of salespeople. 
In fact, 39% of companies that are in the 5,000 to 10,000 employee range, they pay at least 200% of target incentive on top of the target incentive for upside potential for those 90th percentile performers for the top 10% of people. And as companies get larger, above 10,000 employees, about half of companies pay that 200% of target incentive on top of target incentive for the 90th percentile performers. So they pay a lot. Well, they've got it right in terms of the modeling. So that's number one. Another reason companies might cap culture, like I mentioned before, you might have a culture that's more of uh, an engineering culture or an operations culture, and they want to work within certain ranges. Uh, you may have a culture that's more of a sales culture, and they say, hey, we want to pay people as much as they can possibly earn. When we talk about M&A, merger and acquisition, we put two company cultures together. That's one thing you have to look at as well. If you Are you bringing those together, and are they going to clash in some way when we try to put those two different groups in the same place, and we talk about something like upside pay or top performance? Another reason is pacing with production sometimes. So you do see situations where companies will say, particularly manufacturing, we don't want to oversell what we can actually produce because we want to keep customer satisfaction up and we've kind of got it modeled in certain ways in terms of our capacity. I mean, that's a valid reason as well. But the two big ones tend to be financial risk and culture. So there are other ways. There are other ways to approach looking at pay caps, and I want to share a couple of those with you. So we recently did a survey with World at Work. We had about 600 companies in the survey, and we looked at a whole bunch of things from sales roles to hiring to compensation structures. And one of the areas we looked at was incentive pay caps. And what we saw was a trend on caps and also a trend on some alternatives to caps. So organizations have been reducing actually the use of pay caps over time. So during the pandemic, during 2020, you had only about 35% of organizations using pay caps. And that was a reduction from what it was before because companies wanted to open up the ability for people to earn because there was so much uncertainty in the market. As the economy heated up, that started to go up. So it went up from 35% of companies using pay caps to about 56% of companies using pay caps in 2021. And that settled back to about 50% right now in 2022. So it's settling back a little bit, a little bit less use of caps comparatively to last year. But what we're seeing is increasing control in some other areas. And so these are some alternatives, kind of the free range alternatives. So if you don't want to have the tight cage, the little, the little cage, the tight cap around people, some alternatives you might look at are things like regressive rate payouts. What that means is basically as a person earns more and more above certain levels, maybe the effective commission rate starts to go down a little bit. So it starts to slow it down, right? There's the there's a fence out there somewhere. So your incremental commission rates go down as performance goes up at a certain point, at a certain high level. So 30% of companies were using these kind of regressive rates in 2020. And then it's up to about 45% in 2022. In two years, we had about a nine percentage point increase in the use of regressive rates, okay? Not quite as oppressive, a little bit more aspirational for people. They can still continue to earn. The other free range option is what we think of as mega deal policies or bluebirds. So mega deal, you get a deal that's some multiple of your quota. It's a monster deal or a bluebird, maybe something big came in and you may or may not as a rep have had total control over that deal. So there's some alternative way of paying it. It's not calving it, but it's saying that we have some way to pay that in a different way that's not going to blow out the, uh, the main compensation plan. So the mega deal policies and the Bluebird policies have increased in use from 28% of companies in 2020 to 46% of companies 
in 2022. So that's an 18 percentage point increase in two years. And over the past year, it's been a, about a five percentage point increase in the use of those mega deal policies and bluebird policies. So those are becoming more prominent. So different ways to start to keep control over pay instead of using caps. So companies are finding other ways to open up the free range. So in your creative thinking about how you're designing your sales compensation program, think about some of these components and some of these trends as you decide whether to cap or whether to, to go free range on your incentive plans. And use this in your free to Friday and every day.